Welcome to another edition of The Power of Words with me, your host, Kevin Treasure, author of The Power of Words, The Winner's Mentality. Our aim is to help people win in life through the power of their words. You are born to win. But he did it for our sins, amen. He went through far more than any of us could ever go through. So learn, gird up your loins of your mind, straighten your back, quit yourselves like men and return and do what God has called you to do. Don't let no one stop you from doing what God has called you to do. You were born for such a time as this and you were born to do exploits. This is your season of the comeback. If you had failed or it looked like failure, it looked like disappointment, it looked like God didn't turn up, you tried and it looked like it didn't go the way that you wanted it to go. God is saying, try again. This is the season of the comeback. There is a divine appointment. There is a divine alignment. This is the season of the comeback. And for those of you that do not know the Lord, there was a young man, he had everything. He had everything, but he wanted more and he wanted more and he wanted things that he didn't even supposed to allow. And he came to his father and he said, Father, give me the share of my inheritance. His father wasn't even in debt yet, but he still wants his inheritance. That's a fly up in the father's face. That's rude. That's this, that's rude and disrespectful. But the father being a good father, and I want to let you know we serve a good, good father. He is a good, good father. That's who he is. That's who I am. Who you are, and I'm loved by you. It's who I am. He's a good, good father, and he gave him his inheritance. And the Bible says he went off and spent off his inheritance. He lived it up with righteous living, champagne, drinking, all kinds of things. Amen. Some things that we can't even speak about over the microphone. You name it, he did it. Amen. He spent off his money. But the Bible says, when he had spent off his money, then the famine arose. It's funny how the famine didn't come when he had money. The famine arose when he had spent all he had. So sometimes God will allow us to go through some situations. But we don't know what's up ahead. And the Bible says he began to be in one. He began to experience something that he had never experienced before. You see, out of his father's presence, listen to me, he began to experience want. The Bible says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. But away from the father, away from the good shepherd, he began to experience want. And he got to such a low place that he ended up in the pig's pen. Now, by the Jewish standards, that was the lowest place a man can be. But even by our own standards, everybody's seen a pig pen. No one wants to live there. No one wants to reside there. No one wants to move their location, their address to a pig pen. And the Bible says he even wanted to eat what they were eating. And he said, no man gave to him. And some of us, when we fall out of the place where we're supposed to be with God, you find that we find ourselves in a situation we don't want to be in and circumstances we'd rather leave. But the Bible says that he came to himself. Now, sometimes that's the longest journey that any man has to take, coming to himself. He came to himself and he said, I will arise. He says, sometimes we have to come to ourselves and we say, it's time for me to get up. There's some things that God can do and there's some things that only you can do. God couldn't get him up. He said, I will arise and I will return unto my father. That was the comeback. He said, I'm coming back to my father. I'm coming back to him. I'm coming back to him. I don't know what he's going to say, but I'm going to tell him, listen, I'm not even worthy to be your son. Make me a hired servant, please. I'm willing not even to be called your son, but make me a hired servant. 
And I suppose on his journey there, he's thinking about all oh, what's going to happen, how his father's going to receive him. And you've got all these thoughts. And many of you, you may be the sound of my voice and you may have backslidden in heart. And you may be there, you may have tried Jesus before, but you walked away for some reason or another. You haven't been back to church. I used to walk of the Lord as a youth. And you're saying, you're walking back and you're saying, how, how are they going to receive me? What are people going to say about me? And all these things are rushing through his head because he went to a faraway land. And now he's walking back home and it's a long walk home. It's the long walk back to himself when he said he's going to rise. And now it's a long walk home because the Bible said he went into a far country. And I don't know how much he had to hitch, hitchhike and get rides and donkeys and camels. But he just said, anywhere I can get, I need to get back to my father. And the Bible says when he was a long way off, you see, the father wasn't going about his business. The father was concerned about him. He was concerned about his son. Even though the son had left, he'd concerned about him. He knew that one day his son is going to need him. His son is going to come back to him. His daughter's going to need him. His daughter's going to come back to him. His daughter's going to be coming back to him. So he knew that one day I'm just going to be waiting. I'm going to be watching because I know they're going to come home. I know they're going to miss my surroundings. They're going to miss my love. They're going to miss what, everything that I had for them. They're going to miss it. And they know they've got to come back home. And the Bible says when there's a great way off, the Bible says that the son, father saw the son and the Bible says that the father ran. Listen to me, Jewish men don't run. They stand still. You come to them, they don't come to you. But God is showing you the goodness of the father. When you start to return, he's running to you. Oh my God, I said, this is the goodness of God that when you decided to return, the father is running to you. And listen to me, he embraced him, fell upon his neck, he kissed him. Amen. He's letting him know, listen to me, forget the former things. He's saying, that I'm not even worthy to be called your name. And some of you have done some sinful things some shameful things can i be honest with you who hasn't we all have the bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of the god amen we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of god there is none righteous no not one and the bible says he came to him and he kissed him and he said i'm not worthy and he said my make you worthy i want to let you know that jesus has made every single one of us worthy through the shed blood of jesus christ amen through the death and resurrection and ascension of jesus christ he's made you holy he's made you worthy he's declared you justified just as though you've never sinned and the bible said he put a robe on him the thing ring on his finger put sandals on his feet and he said listen to me i've been having i knew this day was coming listen to me god has just been waiting for you i'm gonna say this again i said god has been waiting for you at the sound of my voice god has been waiting for you you say you're waiting for god god has been waiting for you and he said listen to me i've had a fatted calf i've had a celebration prepared i've been fattening this calf i've been feeding this calf and i know it sounds wicked but i've been feeding it just for this very occasion knowing that one day you're going to return amen and the bible says the lamb that was slain for me and for you amen has already been prepared there is a seat prepared for us at the table amen the marriage supper of the lamb is already prepared the guy said the bible says in the book of matthew he said come go and tell him that the marriage is ready amen all things are ready the bible says he said go tell them that all things are ready you're all invited amen and the son came home and he threw a party for him god wants to throw a celebration for you that's how much god loves you it was a comeback the biggest comeback of his life and listen to me he felt ashamed he felt foolish he felt listen i don't know how i'm going to be received i'm going to tell you how you're going to be received you're going to be received of love you're going to be received of compassion you're going to be received of peace and joy amen that's what's waiting for you come back to him today this is the season of the comeback i said this is the season of the comeback I don't care who condemns you. Let me tell you something now. God don't condemn you. I don't condemn you. And if you're ready and you're saying in your heart, listen to me, I know this is the season. I know this is the time. God is saying just right now, right where you are. You say this prayer with me, right where you are. Right, and say it from the heart. 
because God deals with the heart. Many people look on the outside appearance, but God is looking on the heart. I tell people in the this season, there's going to be people coming into our church. She's going to have tattoos on their faces, nose piercings, all kind of piercings. They're going to look rough and red. They're going to look rough and red. They're going to look like ragamuffins. Amen. But they've had enough and they're saying, listen, I want God. Amen. I've done everything that I shouldn't do, but now I want God. And we have to be prepared because these people are going to be on fire for God. And if you don't mind, sharp, they're going to leave many behind in the name of Jesus. Why? Because they've been there, seen it, done it, and wear the t-shirt. And they're saying, I'm ready to serve the Lord. Show me how to serve the Lord. Show me how to walk in obedience. Show me how to be on fire for God. Show me to walk in the spirit. Show me how to walk in holiness. Speak the word to me in the name of Jesus. There are many that are about to come in the churches. Amen. And they're going to blow our mindset. Amen. So get ready for what God is about to do. And if you're one of those ones that are ready, and this is your comeback season, just simply say with me, Heavenly Father, I come to you today. I ask you forgive me of every sin that I've committed. You know them all. Forgive me of every sin that I've committed. Father, I'm asking you just forgive me. Come into my heart because I need you in my heart, not just in my mouth. I need you in my heart. Amen. Wash away every doubt and every fear. Fill me with your Holy Spirit, God. Write my name in the Lamb's book of life. Use me for your glory. I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. I repent of every sin that I've committed. I repent, Lord God. That means I simply turn. I turn. I turn from my way to go your way. I repent. And I put my trust in you. And I ask you to fill me and use me as you see fit. Lord God, you know where my gifts are best needed, God. And you know where we want me to serve. So Holy Spirit, find me a church, Lord God, that you want me to serve under. Where I can grow and eat the word and drink the sincere milk of the word that I may grow thereby. That I may be strong in you and the power of your might. You may learn to pray and learn to study the word and be conformed into the image of your son. God, I want to live to please you. Teach me how to worship you in spirit and in truth, God. I thank you, Lord, for hearing this simple prayer and coming to my heart and changing everything about me. I thank you and I praise you and I tell you thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If you pray that prayer with me, amen, I want to welcome you into the kingdom of God. This is your comeback season. Don't look at the past. The past is the past. Amen. Listen, when you go into church, listen, don't look at everyone. Listen, they're, they're saved now. But let me tell you, no one is born saved. I want to let you know. No one is born sinless. The only man that born sinless died for our sin. He became sin that we could become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. So there's only one born without sin. Amen. But he died for our sin. He became sin for me and for you. So everyone's got a pass. But the Bible says he wipes away your past in the sea of forgetfulness. Amen. He says, your sins and your lawful deeds, I blot them out, amen. I blot out the handwriting that was against you. He says he's blotting them out as a thick cloud, amen. God has forgiven you. This is the most important thing that Christians need to understand, the believers, new converts need to understand. God has forgiven you. Everything that you may have done, God has forgiven you. I know some people find it hard to believe, but God has forgiven you of every sin. But likewise now. You have to forgive others. Now that some of you, the sound of my voice, you may have been hurt deeply. Ex-husband, ex-partner, people, parents, friends, family, relatives, and then co-workers may have hurt you deeply, said some things, some hurtful things, done some things, some hurtful things, caused you pain. Amen. 
But God is saying, I will give you the grace to forgive. I will give you the grace because I've forgiven you. Amen. God will give you the grace to forgive. This is your comeback season. You were born to win. And you were born to do the will of the Father. This has been me, Kevin Treasure, a.k.a. The Winner's Mentality, helping you win in life. Thank you for tuning in to The Power of Words, The Winner's Mentality. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. Check out our website, kevintreasure.com. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You are born to win.